The Cheap Seats Podcast is brought to you by Podly. Get 100% premium quality made products for your little dog or cat, whatever you need. It's got They've got bandanas, they've got plush toys, all the things look great, straight out of the United Kingdom, um, somewhere over there. I'm not really sure where though, to be honest with you, but go check them out at Potly Official, Potly underscore official on Instagram. Check out the website, use code Bluegrass 50 so that they know the Bluegrass Boys from the Cheap Seats Podcast sent you. Get 50% off. Get your dogs all their toys and accessories needed. Some sports shows are all psychobabble and no sports. Some sports shows are all sports with no fun. Get ready for both worlds. This is the Cheap Seats Podcast. If it's football you love, you're in the right place. College football, the NFL, fantasy football news and so much more sit back relax and crack open a beer or 20 let's do this thing this is the cheap seats podcast and here are your hosts the big man and the juice What's up, everybody? We are the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm the big man. He's the juice. Finally back in studio. Back in studio. What's up, brother? Oh, you know, chilling out, relaxing, chilling out, killing out, shooting some b-ball. Outside the school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot, man. How's uh, being off of work? How's your little... Uh, a mini vacation go. Hey, well, you know, it pretty well sucks. I'm pretty well bored. Fucking. Well, I'm glad you're able to make it over here. We're doing the show a little bit early today. It's nor our, our normal day, but we're doing it early today since we're both. Uh, well, yeah, we ain't got shit uh, to do. Yeah, we ain't got shit to do. Might as well uh, go ahead and talk about sports. Yeah, might as well. And boy, we got a lot of fucking sports to talk about. Yeah, I heard some shit happen this week. That's uh, in- did some news break? Yeah, some uh, big news break. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like I seen something come across the waiver wire or something we'll, about we'll some get, news. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, uh, you got any shout outs or anything? Yeah, well, we might as well. Um, as everybody that listens to the show regularly knows, uh, we plug my TikTok all the time, bluegrass underscore beard. Yeah. We had 100,000 followers over the weekend. Yeah, man. Congratulations on that. Yeah, so I guess we, we probably need to shout out everybody that does follow uh, and listen to the show. Uh, that's extremely supportive, and, and yeah. we appreciate and love every one of you. Yeah, uh, de- definitely. We're, and really, we're y'all have no idea if, if you just follow and it's if you just follow my TikTok and it's first time listening to the show, uh, Big Man really has a an influence on uh, ones that I do. You know, he's always sending me stuff like, "Hey, what about this? We we you think this combination?" Even when we're sitting here in studio, we'll sit here and talk before and be like, "Hey, will you? Yeah. What do you think about this?" Yeah, you know, uh, and you know, we're 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 able to integrate. Uh, the bluegrass beard a little bit That's in, right. in, into the show with uh drinks with juice so that you know that kind of helps uh, That's right. a little bit with uh you and and your your twitter account or your i'm sorry your tiktok account that's right uh got twitter on the brain do you yeah you I, was tweet, ju- tweets? I, I was just on yeah. uh, twitter just a minute ago uh so yeah if y'all are uh bored and you got tiktok on your app 
uh, you know, uh, go check him out. Bluegrass underscore beard on TikTok. I guarantee you, if, if anything else, you'll get a laugh out of a dumbass. We, he, we definitely have a good time over there. Yeah, he That's definitely sure. uh, does some fun shit. He tries some crazy drinks. Uh, so if you got any ideas, there ain't no stupid ideas. You could go ahead. I mean, he'll try. There is stupid ideas, but fuck, he'll try them anyway. I, li- I like to be the one that'll try the shit that nobody else. Let him will be try. your guinea pig. If you want to know how something tastes, and you're wondering about it, but you don't want to be the guinea pig, I'll give be, him a holler. I'll be your guinea pig. He'll be your huckleberry. I don't know about your huckleberry, but I'll be your guinea pig. That's for sure. I want to shout out the NFL. Uh, uh, why? Why are we shouting them? Out? Well, we're. You know, for giving us some shit to talk about today. I mean, yeah. we got a lot of news to cover. NFL, uh, they that really came through. We didn't really have shit to talk about besides, uh, you know, conference tournament coming up. But My God, we got shit now. We sure, we certainly got shit. <laughs> All right, uh, but we're gonna do a show a little bit different because uh, the show in general is gonna be mainly NFL. But I want to get some uh, a little bit of tidbit news out before we. We get into uh, our regular stuff. Uh, All right, real, real quick, UK women's basketball, who's, I don't know if they made the tournament or not, but they Lady won Cats. Uh, the SEC tournament championship. They beat number one. Does, does the women Carolina. not do the exact way that the men do? Don't conference championships automatically get you in? Yeah, but I, I don't know how, with their record, I don't know how that falls. And it shouldn't I, matter. I, They've been teams with losing records on the men's side get in because they won the conference tournament. I know, but I, I just seen yesterday that a, a, a new team, actually, uh, Bellarmine uh, out of Louisville, who's uh, newly to uh, the uh, Division one they they won their conference tournament, but uh, I think the reason why they don't go in because they're in a like a probationary period. Being yeah, they haven't been D one long enough. So like Jacksonville State or Jacksonville College out of Alabama um, ended up getting the bid. So yeah, uh, the Lady Cats they they might be you know they might have punched her ticket. Cha-ching. Um, other news real quick, and I'm I'm, I'm actually. Uh... Kind of ha- I'm I'm kind of happy about this. Uh, nah, we got the Sup- the Supreme Court reimposes the death penalty for the Boston Marathon bombers. Um, ah. I didn't realize that uh, they uh, nixed the idea of the death penalty. I didn't either. But, be honest with you, but I, I mean, I, I knew a lot that. of states weren't at least implementing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't realize uh, that. I don't that know was if, a thing, but I don't know if. It, if it because it was in you know Massachusetts, Massachusetts may not have a death penalty, but uh, I'm sorry, I, you know I I ain't trying to offend, offend anybody, but you attack you know our country and you kill many lives, your ass deserve to die. Yeah, I'm all for it. I say deep fried ass. I'm all for it. And the last little bit of tidbit. What's Ron White say? If you come to Texas and you kill more than. Or if you kill somebody and more than three people see it, we'll kill you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this wasn't in Texas. This was in Massachusetts. It was a big thing. Texas would have fried him years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the last little thing before we get into our balk of the show, uh, Duke's Coach K loses his home finale to North Carolina. Son, nothing um, put a smile on my face more than to see that man go out with a loss. I know that, but you know... North Carolina, I I think they're, you know, 
I think they're shitty. I think the way they went about things, they didn't even kind of, you know, they didn't even really honor Coach K or give him the respect or yeah, nothing. They shouldn't have. Oh, fuck that. He he's the greatest coach fuck of all. No, he's the greatest college him. coach of all time. Fuck him. He's a legend. He does. I know he's he ri- coaches for your rival. I, I understand that he's a rival, but I mean, I'd be celebrating just getting him out of there from kicking our asses all the time. Would you want the Browns to honor some coach, some coach of Steelers? Pittsburgh? Or well, no, but I then. But if, if if Mike Tomlin fucking retires tomorrow, I. I I'd be ha- I'd celebrate it. Hell, then we wouldn't have to put up with. Yeah, but you that. wouldn't want you wouldn't want Cleveland to honor him if they were playing not, his last game. I'm not necessarily saying honor him, but you know, oh fuck give, that. Give him his due. His by due. God, if they'd been Kentucky and they'd have done something for him on his last home game or whatever, fuck no, I'd been madder than hell. Well, I'm. I don't know. No, no, hell no. Fuck that. I, I don't I, give a damn. I think you need to respect the. Respect what he Whatever, does. Whatever, I respect the hell out of the man, but I ain't gonna fucking give him no tribute or no I honor. I'm not saying fucking, you gotta be tribute or anything, but you could have. And I ain't saying you gotta honor him because you're the rival team, but you could at least uh, show him some respect. Well, what the hell did they do that you didn't that you didn't like? They didn't do nothing. Well, that's the way I want it. No, fuck that. Fuck no, that. fuck you. That's fuck the way that. I'd do it. Fuck him. Coach K is, I don't is, is a, a legend. Shit. And I don't give a shit. I know. Hey, all I got is I got two words for you, pal. Christian Leitner. Yeah, we still hate him, too. <laughs> we still hate Duke. We still hate Coach K. I don't like Grant Hill. Oh, I love Grant Hill. He's I don't like J.J. Reddick. I like J.J. I like them all. I'm no. not even a fan of Duke no. basketball, but I like these no. players. No. Grant, Grant I don't Hill like the Plumleys. You don't like the Plumleys? No. I don't care for them. I like Grant Hill. He was, you know, he was one of my favorites. Uh, I can't even cheer for Kyrie Irving in the damn pros because he went to Duke. Why the fuck would you want to cheer for Kyrie Irving? Uh, I can't cheer for none of them bastards. All I'm right. telling you. I don't All like right. none of the North Carolina guys either. I don't even like Jordan. Uh, I mean, I don't, I ain't, no comment on that. Uh-huh. I mean, I like Jordan. Fuck them all. But... all. Fuck right. them all. Well, let's get into the rest of the fucking show because uh, we ain't got nothing better to do. Well, you don't want to hear me say fuck them all again? Uh, not really. Fuck them all. What all are we doing? Are we doing news time? Not yet. Oh, we got, well, we got some other shit to I was talk getting about hyped first. up. All right. Uh, we, we switched things. I just wanted to get that little bit of news out, out of the way because right. uh, the bulk of the show is going to be football. Okay. And, uh, we know everybody that listens loves football. All right. Nobody gives a shit about uh, Kentucky basketball. Easy now. Baseball or anything like that. Speaking of baseball, they're... I don't give a fuck. They're still going to be a... Yeah, I really don't either, but they're they're going to be another weekend on strike. This I is, really... You know, baseball was already irrelevant to us. They could be on strike all year, and I'd have been like, oh, baseball's on strike? Yeah. You know, you know one, one thing I do like about baseball, I like the minor leagues, and I'm, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that they don't. That's a like, different PA in it. I don't. I, I don't see it. That's something I don't know. I, think I, it's a I hope. PA. I hope that they still play. I thought. Right. Yeah, I think minor league baseball. I don't think they do the the MLB PA. I, I think they're their own uh, players association. I, I don't know because I mean I don't. I don't really have a hundred percent sure of that's how some, it works. But. That's something we'll have to Google down the road. Uh, let's uh, get into our first segment of the day: Ass Juice. Ask away. All right, uh, the NFL draft is coming up here 
really soon, uh, which uh, we're going to be doing a mock draft with uh, the guys from the Lyman Lounge, uh, maybe the guys from Illegal Hand of the Face and the Wise Guys as well uh, here pretty soon after free agency gets started. Um, but uh, out of this draft, the players coming out, who would you want most on your team, on your on the Cowboys? Who would you want the Cowboys to draft if they had the number one overall pick and they could draft anybody they wanted? Who would you want that that, that player to be? Uh, well, I would guess if I could have any of them, I want the uh, edge rusher out of Oregon. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. I think he's got the highest upside. He's the. I think he's got... A huge high ceiling. I really like the edge rusher out of Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, I, I mean, I like him. He's probably more ready right now. Oh yeah, yeah. He, think, he's a more polished pass rusher, yeah, think, but his ceiling probably isn't as high. Yeah, I think Tivitt's got higher, the high though. ceiling. Uh, yeah, and I'd, I'm, I'd be all right with taking a risk with that. Um, I, I'm really digging that kid from Georgia, uh, Trayvon Walker, the defensive end. He's he's really showed up. He had a fantastic. Yeah, it's probably combine. more of a realistic um, uh, shot. I mean, he might that I, I would have. I mean, Trayvon Walker. Forward. He may end up being the first uh, defensive end taken. I know. Good. It's interesting to see where all these guys are ranking as the more stuff uh, yeah, comes it, out with yeah, combine, combine and workouts and all that stuff. I, yeah, I, pro I days really, are going to change well, uh, where people stand again. Yeah. And we're, and we're going to talk about the Combine later in the show, uh, talk about the winners and losers of, of, of the Combine. But let's... Uh, Guess I wouldn't hate if they took an old lineman. Yeah, I mean... One of the wide receivers. What is, where, where are they picking in the first round? What's their pick? Do you should mean, be, I know it's should like be the early 20s, 20s. Like 24, 23, something like yeah, that. I can't remember. I, I'm going to have to do a mock draft u- using... Uh, or do a draft simulator using uh, using the Cowboys see what you know see who would be available uh yeah i guess if you want realistic i would have to i would probably have to see where people are falling in these mock drafts but, and if, uh, they, if they if they if they lose if they cut cooper which all reports are saying that they're going to uh and i think they're going to keep gallup oh you think they're going to keep gallup yeah. okay so if they keep gallup you, i mean do you do you foresee them drafting a wide receiver I don't, in the first round? I wouldn't hate on them bringing in a receiver. I don't think that's where you need to go in the first round. But I mean, if if you get somebody like like Chris Olave or Trayvon Burks or Traylon Burks, I'm sorry, I mean, if one of them falls, I mean, I've sure, been seeing, I've been seeing Burks fall ever ever since his combine. He only ran he ran a I say only ran a four five five forty, but which is still incredibly fast. But uh, I mean, compared to the other receivers. His numbers were just, you know, kind of pedestrian. All right, so let's get into Twitter poll. Uh, I I originally had, uh, who would you rather have on your on your team out of these these free agent wide receivers? But all these free agent, yeah, that's wide another receivers, one that's going to change where these guys are going to end up in the draft is once free agents start signing. Yeah, and I mean already. You you can take guys like Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Williams off, off this list. Also, Devontae Adams, which I didn't think Devontae Adams was going anywhere anyways. Uh, but uh, Yeah, I mean, now that all indicates Rodgers is staying. Yeah. There. So, the the new question I have, you know, of course, we'll, we'll get into the news and stuff. Uh, the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson 
to uh, Denver for. Well, now you're busting up news time. Get to what the hell you're talking about. Stay on. Well, it's it's it's. Um, I know it's it's part of the Twitter poll. De- okay. De- Denver traded. We're not going to say what all they traded, but I asked on Twitter. Everybody knows. Um, did Denver give up too much for uh, Russell Wilson? And uh, twenty twenty three, or I'm sorry, 27% of Twitter said yes. I was, I was surprised. 73% said no. What is your thoughts? I'm conflicted. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like one asset they gave up. I I agree with you there. Well, let's let's get in the news time, and you can okay. we'll talk about All what right. they gave up. Right. So let's do news time. News, fresh news, news time. So the Seattle Seahawks traded Russell Wilson to Denver. Denver gives up two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth round pick. Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. I I know the one asset you're talking about is Noah, Noah Fant. Fant. I I agree 100 percent there. I thought I felt like Noah Fant would have been a, a key cog for Denver. Um, yeah. R- Russell Wilson has showed that he's a lot more successful when he has a uh, a decent uh, right a decent tight end with him. Um. So does this put Denver in the Super Bowl contentions right away? I mean, you get a quarterback, you got a shot, right? Uh, right. I mean, you get a top five quarterback, you yeah, definitely so got a shot. I would say yes, and this this makes this division that much harder. Oh gosh, I mean, look at the quarterbacks. Oh, in, it's insane. In the AFC West, it's insanity. You got Mahomes, you got Herbert, you got Carr. Russ, and and Carr being the worst quarterback at a four-team division. Yeah, that's, and all four of those quarterbacks have passed year yeah, with top ten quarterbacks. That's, that's, that's just that's fucking amazing. insanity. Um, so, yeah, the, you're going to have trouble beating up on each other all year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, it gives you a shot, and that's one of the reasons I don't hate the trade, because it does give you a shot, because – with Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater inside that division, you didn't really have much of one. No, I mean you they were they were competitive, but they weren't So they yeah, were. you you definitely give yourself a shot with it. Uh they still got a pretty strong defense. There's rumors Von Miller might Yeah, uh, I I, I was gonna mention that. I didn't write it down, but I read that this morning. Um and they still got weapons. They got Cortland Sutton who, you know, if he can stay on the field and stay healthy, he's the number one. Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Devontae yeah. Williams. I mean, and they're also talking about bringing back Melvin Gordon. Uh, Son so I mean, of a bitch. So I'm, I don't know what, because they're bringing back Gordon. Yes. I know, because you got so I've much got stock so put much in. I'm fucking invested in Javante. I'm not, I'm not saying that he will be back. I'm just saying that they're oh, talking damn it, about it. That was it. one of my keepers in my keeper league. My money league was Javante Williams. That's, I've got, God damn it. I still think even if Gordon comes back, that, that Williams is the guy to, you know, he, He's going to get the lion's share of the, oh. of the touch. Anyways, okay, sorry. So, a little personal moment there with me. Um, so I, don't, does, I don't care to give up draft picks, even if it's a lot of draft picks like this. I mean, you've seen it with the Rams this year. Yeah, yeah. They gave up a lot to get Stafford. They gave up a lot to get Ramsey. They gave up a lot to get Ramsey. I don't know what they gave up to get uh, I'm sure they gave Bond up something Miller. to get Vaughn. Yeah, I know they gave up something. I can't remember what it was. Maybe uh, third or fourth. So, and then they go off and win the Super Bowl. Like, so I don't hate on 
you're obviously not playing the long game if you're going to No, play you're not playing the long game. I mean, you're... And we'll figure it out. But you, you know, get you give up draft picks. So you're selling your future. I don't really... I don't necessarily like that, but, you know... But the thing with me is you never know what these draft picks are going to be. Yeah, you don't know. And, you know, like you and I were talking pre-show, Seattle, you know, they're... They're going to have to hit on these draft picks. Yeah, they have to hit. I mean, if they don't hit... I mean, you wouldn't trade... You wouldn't trade uh, Noah Fant, yeah. Shelley, and Locke for Russell Wilson. No, no, not period. Not just yeah. by himself. I mean... So you have not... to hit on the draft picks in order to make this a successful trade. Yeah, I see Drew Locke being a backup. I, I'm, Which makes me wonder... I see them jumping in the Jimmy G race and the... What about the draft? I mean, they got the ninth overall pick. They could most certainly draft. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, what if they drafted Malik Willis? I mean, I've said a hundred times, I really don't like none of these guys in this draft. I, I mean, I like Malik. Will, I like Malik Willis's potential, uh, and I want to see what what he can do. But he's not ready to start year one. I hate this for uh, Pete Carroll. You're basically going into a rebuild at the end of your career. I don't. I'm really surprised. I don't like Pete that Carroll situation. Did, uh, didn't uh, actually retire since this shit's happening. I mean, I could, I thought he was going as long as Russell was there, you know, they weren't rebuilding. I figured, you know, Carroll would be staying there, but, you know, now I, I didn't think he'd be there if they got rid of uh, Russell. I could tell you that much. Now, I mean, what do you really got on the offensive side of the ball if you're Seattle as we sit today? You've got Noah Fant, pretty good tight end. You've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, pretty good wide yeah. receiver combination. You've yeah. got no offensive line to speak of. Yeah, I mean, you really don't have no offensive line. You've got a gaping hole at quarterback now. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, really, yeah, we like at some point we've liked what we've seen out of the potential of of Penny and Chris Carson. Yeah. With no offensive line, how much is that going to help you? Yeah. Uh, uh, they've gotten rid of Bobby Wagner. Yeah, they just they cut Bobby Wagner as well yesterday, and that was uh, I I I was kind of shocked by that. This I team know has Lock no resemblance of any team that has had success in Seattle. Yeah, now. yeah. Russell and and Wagner were really the last two that last two had been from those Super Bowl been games. Yeah. on the successful side of Seattle. So. I don't know. You know, I, I don't see this. You being almost a, have to go into a complete rebuild at this point. I, I mean, agree with you. And I don't see this being, a, you know, an overnight fix. I don't see this being a one season where they could rebuild one season and then come back next season, no, you know, in 2023 and being successful unless they get, you know, unless they really, you know, get players and they hit on these draft picks. I know they're going to have two extra picks. Well, not, I'm sorry, not two extra picks. They're going to have one extra pick. This year, because uh, they already didn't have a first rounder from right. that uh, uh, trade for uh, Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams. I was gonna say Earl Thomas, but Jamal Adams. That's right. And uh, so they didn't have a first rounder. Now they got the ninth overall pick. They do have an extra second rounder. And for me, for this, where do you go at nine? Where have you seen these guys? Where have you seen who who's been available at nine? You've done all these mocks. I mean, when it was Denver, I was seeing a lot. I was seeing them pick, uh, well, any anywhere from quarterback to cornerback. Um, uh, I seen I seen Sauce Gardner. I mean, which I could see Sauce Gardner. He's a uh, he's comparable to Richard Sherman. I mean. Would they go that route? I mean, would they rebuild that defense? I think that's, I mean, that's uh, Pete Carroll's bread and butter is on defense. I and think, I think with this with this quarterback class, I I'm think, almost better off 
even they've even talked about trading nine and trading back and picking up more picks. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate that. You know, maybe trade. I don't know, trade and you know to the like seventeenth pick or you know eighteenth pick. I'm or telling something you, like I'm that. almost better trade. off fucking building everything else up. If you're if you're banking on a quarterback, I wouldn't trade past uh, the Saints. I wouldn't even. I'm telling you, I wouldn't take a quarterback in this class. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd take them in the top ten. I mean, if you if 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 there's one guy out there that you if one of them falls to the take, second round, which I think fine. Matt Coral, I could see Matt Coral going in the second round, but I could also see five quarterback going in the first round. I just, uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's just the position that always yeah. ends up people end up reaching for. Them. And I just and that, build up and the rest under, of it, try to get G, try to maybe even Jameis Winston. There's question of his future in yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, he's a free uh, agent. I mean, there's there's guys out there to be had. You got Jameis Winston, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, which I'm. I'd rather see him go somewhere where he's he's going to have familiarity because I don't think he's going to be that great without, you know, knowing the offense. Is Andy Dalton or Nick Foles back on the market? Um, sure I don't know are. about Foles. Andy Dalton is for sure. So, I don't know about Foles. You know, go get you a stopgap quarterback. I mean, you basically you're wasting a year of DK Metcalf and, and their careers. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, still, go get you a stopgap build up everything else with this year's draft and then go all in on one of the quarterbacks next year. All right. The other big news from yesterday, uh, which it was uh, the deadline for franchise tags. Uh, Aaron Ooh, I like franchise tag. Yeah, I know you do. We're going to get into that talk. Cause... Oh, yeah, I got them. Right all right, good, 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 uh, good, good, good. But uh, the bigger news is, and, and I don't think this is huge news because I I felt like this where we're going the whole time. I knew you was gonna brag about this. Uh, <laughs> matter of fact, I just pocketed another uh, cold beer. Another six pack from yeah, you. yeah. I find a Aaron Rodgers goes back to Green Bay. Now there've been reports that he he was gonna sign a four year, two hundred million dollar contract with one hundred fifty million, one hundred fifty three million guaranteed. I I watched. Uh, the Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers are really close. A.J. Hawk and Aaron Rodgers are really close. Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show almost, every Tuesday. Almost weekly. Every Tuesday. Um, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Yeah, so uh, I tend to believe Pat McAfee and what he says and his source yeah. is, <laughs> which his source, you know... His sources are telling is, him. Is, ...is Aaron Rodgers, is uh, that they did not sign a, a four-year, $200 million contract. Those are that, fun episodes. That dude. the Green Bay Packers um, and Rodgers, they are working towards a deal to alleviate the uh, cap hit of $46 million that Aaron Rodgers is due, and uh, Aaron Rodgers wants clarity... Uh, over his future, so from what I'm hearing, he's going to do a long term, a longer term deal, which it may be a four year deal at 200 million. I don't know. We'll find that out later. Um, but now that Rodgers is back, now that he got everything, he's going to play in Green Bay this next season. He he's going to play in Green Green Bay. He'll probably he's going to finish his career in Green Bay, in my opinion. I think Jordan Love, Seattle, go fucking after Jordan Love. I mean, yeah, I mean that could be a a, a low buy for him. They could probably give up a. A third round pick hey. to get him, but uh, uh, I wouldn't hate that move. No, I wouldn't either. And, and a third round pick, I wouldn't think get him in, build that. everything else up, see what you got with him at least until next year. 
Yeah, I mean, you still got a couple years on him on on his rookie contract, so why not? What he should have what two, two years? At least two years. I think he's been in the league since 2019. Um, yeah, he's twenty. He's class of 2020. Okay, so this will be his third year then. So you've got this year, next year, and then the fifth year option. Because if they decide to pick, do a fifth year option, I don't hate that move at all. No, even if they, you know, even if he didn't show a, enough to get the fifth year option. I mean, you still got two years out of him. Even if you decide you don't want him, you got two years out yeah. of him on a third round pick. Yeah, as a stopgap guy. Hey, what I'm wondering though with the whole Rogers going back to uh, yeah, Green Bay, if he if he doesn't uh, win a Super Bowl now, does this ruin his legacy? I mean, it hasn't to this point. I mean, he's he's looked bad in in, in some light the way. The way he came about things, uh, but it seemed to me him and uh, uh, Gutekinds, the Goots, he's uh, the Goots. they're uh, getting along now. So, well, let me ask you this: Go what, ahead. what do you? When I say John Elway, what do you think of Denver Broncos? Yeah, but I mean, they got a pretty good legacy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he got two Super Bowl wins. He went out with the Super Bowl. So, I mean, but, you know, nobody really, unless you're talking about that specific draft year, nobody really talks about his uh, controversy that he went with. Oh, you mean? And the, at the time, his the he was light be, wasn't really shining the greatest on him. Yeah, and he wasn't going to be, be drafted originally by Denver. Mm-hmm. He was going to be drafted by the Colts, yeah. and he refused to go. He yeah. pulled to Eli Manning. Yeah, what about Eli? That was the next one I was getting to. What do you think about him? As far when, as when, I, when I say Eli Manning today, what do you think about him? I mean, I can say that he's always had Tom Brady's number. Do you, but do you think about the times that the lights didn't really shine the greatest on him? Not really. Not really. I mean, as time has passed, not really. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it, it might not look great on him right now, but in 10 years, what the, I mean, are we really going to thank Aaron Rodgers and think, man, I didn't like the way he handled his contract. No, I don't, I don't think like, we'll, we'll hear that, but I do think, I think a lot of people will think, man, what, a, what a waste to, what a waste of talent. What a, I think they're going to, you know, I think some people will blame Green Bay, and I don't believe Green Bay is necessarily to blame. But what a waste of talent! How many Super Bowls Peyton win? Peyton won two. He's been to four. Okay. So, Rogers been to one and won one, and that's it. He's been yeah. To one. So I mean, but when we had, think of Peyton Manning, we think of one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, he's only got one more. I, I think, and we'll, he's lost two of them. I think we'll still. Think of Rodgers as one of the greats, all-time greats. Is a definite first ballot Hall of Famer. That's that's not my issue. And my issue says is Peyton had his what a talent wasted by Peyton. You know, I don't know. I just you know Rodgers just he hasn't sh- shown since his Super Bowl win. He hasn't shown that he can win in the playoffs consistently and and you know get his team to a Super Bowl. I mean, last year was probably. One of the best teams he's played with. I mean, for the longest time, I thought fucking Peyton had all kinds of talent around him and he couldn't get around Brady. Yeah. I I mean, I get that. I get that. I mean, I don't know. I don't really think about it now when I think back on Peyton's career, but in the time, I remember fucking, you know, Brady's got his number. He can't beat Brady. Like, I I mean, like everything, time time does heal wounds. I mean, for the longest time, we were looking at Peyton Manning with Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Dwight Freeney. 
um Dallas Clark, Bob Sanders, yeah. Dallas Clark, uh, Jeff Saturday anchoring the offensive line that nobody really had any questions that it was a good old line. Uh, yeah, he had Edgerin James behind him at one point. He had, I mean, I mean, he's had some talent around him. He played with all kinds of talent that I could probably even argue with that it's his Peyton's rosters were more talented than Aaron's rosters. And at certain times, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, at certain times. Um, yeah, he's got Aaron Jones. He's got uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. He's had decent defenses over the years. He's had decent O-lines over the years. He's had good tight ends. He's had, I mean, he's I mean, had, we're talking about 10 years ago. Uh, how many players did we just name off that played with Peyton? Like, well, 10 years ago, hell, you could, you could name off the players Roger had 10 years ago when they won the Super Bowl. I mean... They right, but I'm talking players. 10 years from now, are we going to be able to name that many guys that Rodgers has played with? I don't know. I mean, I think we'll always remember Devontae. I think we'll remember yeah. Jordy. I think we'll remember Charles Woodson, A.J. Hawk. Yeah, probably, but you're talking about two different Aaron. sets of teams there. Right, right, right. All right. I, I mean, that, that defense that, you know, when they won the Super Bowl, that defense. Yeah, he won it with defense. that team. He won it, but that defense was in my opinion, the reason. Oh, it was stellar, it. son. That defense was amazing. Like you said, you had A.J. Hawk, B.J. Raji, uh, Josh uh, Mike Daniels. They uh, had a lot. Yeah, they had uh, um, Charles oh, Charles Woodson, Clay who was Matthews. actually uh, Defense Player of the Year that year. Yeah, Clay that, Matthews that was there won. getting all kinds of sacks. I mean, you had – that defense was stellar, but yeah. as we all know, you don't win it without having a quarterback. Yeah, that's – I mean, I get that. But I don't know, it's just kind of my thought process. Like, yeah, we're prisoners of the moment right now. But when I think about some of these other guys 10, 20, 25 years ago, like, and I really, really think about them, I can think of times where the light wasn't as bright on them or yeah, it didn't right. shine as well, kind of like where Aaron is right now. Right. And we don't that. think about that until, like, we're legit talking about the draft that Eli refused to go to San Diego when Elway threatened to sign with the Yankees and not with the Colts. Um, I'm sure there was even, I, you know, I wouldn't even lie for the Elway stuff, but I'm sure there was times where contract negotiations didn't go well or it wasn't in the media as much as it Oh, yeah. Now. I mean, you did, back back whenever Elway was playing, you didn't have Twitter and all these social medias. Hell, you barely had uh, internet. At, yeah, I mean, you just knew if they signed or if they didn't sign at the end of it. You didn't know every step of the negotiation right, process right. that was going on behind the scenes. You didn't know all those things. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I really, mean, are we going to – is it going to tarnish his legacy? That was the original question. I, I don't know. I don't think it will. I, You know, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I, I, I do think time does – does you know have a uh, a sense of you know healing wounds and healing uh no, rivers never won one yeah and would you put rivers in the hall of fame yeah i'd probably make him a hall of famer first ballot uh i think it could be debated i think if you put rivers in there you have to put eli in there that's a good point and i i know that you're that's you're a good not, point and i don't i, I, I don't, don't think i don't eli see eli as a hall of famer I don't view him as a Hall of Famer, but but I believe he will make the Hall of Fame. Um, I, don't I don't think he's first ballot either. I don't think he should be. W will he be a first ballot? I think that'll be close. I think it. A lot of that's going to have. See, to that's do with the thing who, that kills me too. Who, who goes in with him? Yeah, as I'm like, 
you know, when I remember watching Phillip Rivers play, I always viewed Phillip Rivers as a better quarterback than Eli. Oh, I, I agree with you. I, I agree. I felt like Rivers was So that's the thing that kills me when people's like, you know, oh, he's got two rings. You got to put him in. Well, I Did mean, you I, really look at him as a future Hall of Famer when you was watching him play? I mean, I'm, I look at it like this. Rivers, Rockenberger, and Eli, they all came out the same year. See, I think Ben needs to be in, too. I, I do view Ben as a Hall of Famer. I do. He's I don't on the think he'll get in. I don't think he'll get in first ballot just because of the off the field stuff, which I think is horseshit. It, you know, you kind of go back to the Pete Rose debate that we always have, and we'll get into that here soon too, because I, I I really think we'll debate that really good. Um, but let's take a little break for a minute. Um, I gotta go to the bathroom, take a leak, and, and we'll take a a break. And I we'll like come back And uh, we'll debate some other stuff and. We'll get into our. Think you got a good show coming, y'all. Y'all stay through. Stay tuned through the commercial, cause I got some shit and I'm gonna light him up. All right, so we'll be back. Hey, big man, you like to drink? Does a bear shit in the woods and wipe his ass with the hair? You damn right he does. And the best way to get your drinks, if you can't find them, you know who's got them. No, how about you tell me, buddy? CW Spirits has got them. Go to cwspirits.com. Get all your premium liquors. Uh, hard to find liquors, and you even got CW Spirits exclusives like Coyote, Whiskey, uh, Swole Tequila, uh, things that you can only get on CW Spirits. And the best way to do that is to use the code Bluegrass5. That way they know the Bluegrass Boys from the Cheap Seats Podcast sent you. You'll get you 5% off. Buy you enough to get you some free shipping in there. You know, sh- shipping liquor is expensive. You know that, right? Yeah. So, so wait, we get 5% off 5% alcohol? 5% off alcohol, son. Full on, we got CW Spirits exclusive. We got premium liquors from all the major brands. Plus, you got great um, bar essential kits. You got kits that's got multiple different. You can get a tequila and a whiskey and a vodka, and you can get all kinds of stuff. You can experiment, try new things, pre-mix drinks. You can get all these things all at CW Spirits and with the code Bluegrass5. Enough with me buying the liquor from the store. I'm ordering from CW Spirits. Let's get it. We got breaking news, everybody. The Colts have traded Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders. Now, the Colts are giving are sending Wentz and a 2022 second-round pick to Washington in exchange for a 2022 second-rounder, a 2022 third-rounder, and a 2023 third-rounder that can become a second-round pick if Wentz plays more than 70% of the snaps. Um, and also Washington will be paying the full $28 million salary for Carson Wentz in 2022. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. What's up, fuckers? We are back. Uh, hope y'all had a chance on that break to get you something to drink, uh, get you a beer, or take a piss like get, we did. Did you uh, get a little cold beer? Or 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 uh, some liquor, whatever get you, you're drinking. Get you, get you little curse. Get you little curse. Nah, you ain't even been drinking liquor yet. You get hype here a minute. Whenever uh, I get into that ass here in a second in some of these debates. It's a little bit late for that, buddy. I've already been drinking liquor. <laughs> well, we ain't got nothing to do. The people listen probably got shit to do. Yeah. But, all right. Uh, we we ain't got no job. We ain't, we ain't got shit to do. No Why job, do? no money, no car. But I sure am good looking. 
And Might as well get into liquor. Might as well get into it. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the franchise tag. Uh, yesterday was... Uh, Let's go. I like this. Ye- yesterday was the uh, deadline, the franchise, your franchise player. Actually, how, how long has it been since I texted you and was actually excited on franchise tag day? Oh, God. I don't know that you've ever... I don't think I have. Franchise tag. I don't I mean, think I have. I was so excited. Okay. Well, we'll start off with the one that excited you. And, and I'll tell you what, I think this was the right move for him. The Dallas Cowboys tagged uh, Dalton Schultz. Did I get his name right? Dal- is it Dalton? Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Dalton Schultz. Uh, tight end. He was actually the backup last... He was the backup... To Blake Jarwin until Blake Jarwin got hurt, um, but I I don't foresee uh, Blake nah, Jarwin Schultz being back. Is, Schultz is a guy. starter going in. There ain't no way. What do you think about that? Well, I absolutely love it, and I'll tell you why I love it because a I, I I assumed that somebody was going to pay Schultz in free agency and we were going to lose him. Yeah. Okay, so now you get to retain him for at least one more year and run it back. B at the franchise tag price, they actually got him cheaper. Than what New England is paying John O. Smith and Hunter, and Hunter Henry. Shit, can't beat that. Then he's I, I cheaper than that. either one of those guys. I, I didn't see the numbers. What is the franchise tag number? Like eight million? Yeah, it's like eight, eight and a half million, I, maybe nine. I don't remember, but he, his contracts are cheaper than either yeah. one of those two guys yeah. that New England got free agency last year. You know, and I believe there was another tight end that got franchised. Yeah, uh, there, I got it wrote down here. Uh, let's see, Mike Gesicki from Miami yeah, got he, tagged. So his well. the tag price for tight ends is cheaper than what tight ends have been getting in the free agent market the last couple of years. Yeah. So I absolutely love it. You go ahead and franchise tag him; it's cheaper than what he when what these guys are bringing in open market, anyways. Yeah, I let's mean, run it back. And you got you got him at least for another year, and you got time to you know negotiate a contract with them. Yeah, I, see if you I can't get that. Uh, cap hit down a little bit see where you're sitting with the cap next yeah. year and, and figure it out from there yep kansas city uh they tagged orlando brown which i'm not surprised they didn't have much of an offensive line outside of uh brown last year so they were that was their best offensive lineman i i think that was the smart way to go with that um the cincinnati Bengals tagged uh jesse bates I did see that, uh, which, you know, Jesse Bates, probably one of the top safeties in you, the league. You better figure out a long-term deal there. Oh, definitely. I mean, if if they don't want to keep him, come on up north, pal. Come hey, on easy, up north. Easy. He needs to come down south. Um, Other ones, other guys that uh, got I do. Tagged. I do really like Jesse Bates. Devontae Adams and Chris Godwin. Shocker. So you take those. I. I'm a little bit shocked about Godwin. I, of course, I'm not with uh, Adams. I'm a little. I'm not. I ain't gonna say I'm shocked with Adams, but I'm a little surprised by it. Um, I think that's the best fit for him right there, where he's at. But I'm just a little bit surprised. Um, given I'm, I'm not really surprised about Godwin. I think with Brady throwing the retirement flag up, uh, you try to keep as as much of that team together as you can afford to keep, and uh, to persuade you know another guy that's gonna up. hit yeah or be available in trades or whatever to to come in and try to win and you know they they don't i mean i'm sure you know, if they, you let the whole team walk you're you're we, sitting in a rebuild we we don't know what they got in in kyle trask kyle trask i like be, kyle trask i mean he could be he's similar I think to brady he, yeah i was about to say i think he plays a lot like brady does i mean he 
he's bigger than Brady, but I mean, he's he's a, a statue in the backfield. Mm-hmm. I don't like that in my quarterbacks as much anymore because you're getting away from it. But I mean, Brady makes it work. Yeah, he did you, make it work. You, it's proven that it can be. But you got to be savvy in the pocket, yeah. though. You got to be able to move within the pocket. And Brady was able and to. How do much that. has Trask improved from his last year at Florida as opposed to this coming year? You know, sitting in a film room with Tom Brady every, every I mean, day. You I'm know, sure. you see how much Jameis improved from. Oh, yeah. In a, from with Breeze? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he improved. He, he cut down on a turnover, but I think a lot of that had to do with the play calling as well, um, which I don't think that'll be a problem for Trask because, you know, he got. B.A., arguably one of the best offensive right. minds in football, period. Um, yeah, so you sat in a – after your last year in college, you sat in a film room every day with B.A., Clyde Christensen, and Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, yeah. you had to have improved. Yeah. Like, there's no way you if, did. If, if, not, if nothing if, else, if your not football IQ has went IQ up. Your IQ has went, definitely went up. Definitely. Uh, let's see. Any other uh, tags? I'm sure there have been some other tags. Schultz, uh, Bates. Uh, I said Godwin and Adams. Um, was you surprised Adams got tagged by Green Bay? No, nah, once they he, come out and said that they had agreed in terms or whatever with with uh, Rogers. Rogers and that Rogers was going to be a Packer. Um, I figured there was no way that they agreed to terms without guaranteeing him that Adam yeah, would be back. I I agree with that too. I I thought maybe if, as soon if, as the Rodgers news broke, I knew Adams was getting. Tired. I did too, but I I thought maybe with the with the contract, which was actually a false false news, um, that uh, it'd be a little bit harder to, to get some wiggle room. But I've come to find out the Saints do it all the time. But I've come to find out if, if they're the player you want, push it down the road. You shouldn't have a problem because you can push that money down the road. Well, there's still guys play. that played in the 80s in Major League Baseball that are still getting paid because well, yeah, they uh, moved it so far down the road. Shit, the uh, uh, New York Mets have yeah, a uh, annual Bo- Bobby Bonilla yeah. day. Bobby, Bo- Bobby, Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. or he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Bonilla, he, he was signed to the Mets. Like, he signed like a three or four deal. Three or four year deal. I yeah. can't remember how much the money was. It wasn't as much, but he agreed to defer it. Yeah, and he st- he gets it's paid, paid every like year twenty twenty nine or something. He gets like a million dollars every year. Yeah, like just I don't blame him. Have it on that. Yeah, no, I'd have took that. Are you he, kidding me? I get a million dollars every year for like thirty five years. Yeah, yeah, give yeah, it he, to me. He's set up for life, and his kids are too. Yeah, give it to me. Uh, let's see the NFL. Uh, has a, has also announced uh, the salary cap. For hey, does he still get paid if the Major League Baseball is locked out? That's a good question. I bet he does because that's. I bet he. It's got to be guaranteed, right? Yeah, yeah, it's guaranteed. I bet he does. Yeah, he'd have he does. to. I mean, you would think. I'm. I'm. Sure but I don't know does. if you got a deferred deal with some factory or whatever, and that factory goes out of business. I don't. I don't know how. I mean, you. If if that factory goes out of business and do they have to know, pay you all that up front or is it still deferred money down the road? I'm not or, sure. I don't know. I'm not sure how that rolls. I don't have any idea. If anybody's got like some accounting background or contractual background, yeah, some lawyer, kind of deal, yeah, lawyer, please. I would be. Hey, we're, I would be very interested to have that conversation. Spe- speaking of lawyer, we. I'm not going to announce who it is because it hasn't been set in stone, so I don't want to make Might no... be big guests coming. 
we're we should be having a big guest coming here in the coming weeks hopefully um stay tuned he's, he he's big here in the state of kentucky anyway big news um big big news, big, big news. Um, I kind of got a chubby whenever you told me. Yeah, when and, you showed me, he, I, I, had, I got a chubby a little bit. He has a background in law, also in radio as well. But right, he, he he's pretty big down here right. in the state yeah. of Kentucky. Big news, so, big news. So hopefully, we can get him on the show here soon. I don't want to throw no names. Yeah, out I don't without, be, without without it being, be, it being confirmed. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's something that I uh, I wonder about too. Is like you know. I would love to have that conversation, just kind of how these contracts work and and how the money all kind of gets figured in. I would love to have that conversation with somebody that actually knows what the hell they're talking about yeah. with it. Like, right. Uh, I think uh, Lombardi, um, oh, he was with the Browns for a Michael long time Lombardi. In, the fr- in the front Michael office. Michael Lombardi, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's on McAfee a lot too, and I'm just and I listen to his podcast too. Um, GM GM Roundtable, I forget what it's called. It's it's something GM. I'm gonna have to look him uh, up because I've never listened to it. It is. I mean, I'm fascinated by it. I do like Michael Lombardi, but I like to listen to him talk. I don't. I mean, I I, don't, I mean, he spent time with the Patriots. He spent time in Cleveland. Uh, he's held almost every position in a front office that yeah. can hold the and, NFL. It's and, and he's got a football name, Lombardi. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's it's fascinating to listen to those guys talk uh, when it comes around. So the NFL set the uh, new uh, salary cap for 2022. It went up to 208 million dollars, which which that's a, a big increase. I believe it was at 180 point, 182.3 million, something like that last year. Wow. So it's jumped up a little over $20 million. I literally go to Google and I type in the team I want to know and I type in, do they have cap space? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> well, I cannot figure this stuff out. All, all these teams are going to have a little bit more cap space running with them in 2022. We'll just say that much. And uh, how the hell would you increase the cap by that much? Do teams show up over the cap? <laughs> How the fuck does that work? It's it's called uh it's called that they uh keep pushing those salaries down down the road, pal. I guess, man. I, I mean, don't know. When you got that stacked up, if you got a hundred million pushed down the road, spread out over four years, that that's an extra twenty five million I a guess. year. I just fucking yeah. I don't know. It's just like, oh yeah, the cap went up by $30 million this oh, year. Oh, shit. Your team should have this much. And no. the, the Dallas Cowboys come into the season having to cut $108 million because they're over the cap. What? But <laughs> but another thing about that is the players keep on, and rightfully so, Hell yeah. the players keep on getting more and more money. Hell and, yeah. And, and they should. They should. I know a lot of people out there want to say, oh, the, these guys are high-priced. Oh, baby. man, we've had that you know, fucking debate a hundred times just between that, me and you. That, that's something that, you know, I used to be one of those guys, and, you know, until I really looked into it, you know, a, a lot of this stuff, you know, a, a lot of these football players, they don't have long, long careers, and even if they do, they're still out of football by the time they're 40. They the still got amount the- of money that you have to spend to keep your body at that level. Right, yeah. You know, private chefs, uh, dietitians, personal yeah. trainers, all that shit. And then, you know, okay, look at it this way. This is always the way I end up shutting people up when I have this debate. Okay. If you work for a company mm-hmm. and they pay you, let's bring this back down to our kind of numbers. Ooh. They pay you $30,000 a year. Yeah. 
you know for a fact, because it's all public information with this company, Nick. that you personally brought that company $120 million or $120,000 this year. We'll say $120 million. We'll say, okay, so, I mean, 120, so say you're getting paid $30 million. You bring in that company $120 million, and they pay you $30 million. That, I, you know, that that that's a little bit, I mean, that that's, that's a little bit close to go up and pay too much because you're also paying other football, other other workers. Right, but say your foot. jersey sales. Yeah, let's say your jersey. Your name on the back you know, of that jersey. We'll just put it put in perspective. Say Aaron Rodgers did sign this big two hundred million dollar contract. Okay, he signed that two hundred million dollar contract over four years, which is fifty million a year. Say he's bringing you in five hundred million a year just on just jersey on merchandise sales. Yeah. sales. Yeah, you you have a little bit of uh He's got a right to, to go and say, Hey, I brought you in this much this much money. Why why shouldn't I be Yeah, why can't I get more money? Why can't I get more money? You would. Dumb it dumb think, it back dumb it back down to our world. They pay you thirty thousand dollars, you know for a fact something that you came up with. Off of you yeah. For something that you came up with, you should get why, more money. Yeah, why can't I go up and say, Hey, I think at least would you not want a fifty-five thousand, sixty thousand well, yeah. dollars salary at that would. point? Of course, I would. yeah. Of and course I don't, I don't, I don't, not doing quick math here. You know, and that's, be, that's and being that's just a percentage thing. Being being the uh, the uh, guy I am and stuff. I mean, I research this shit and I I know a lot of the the numbers and stuff. And these players are not getting their work. Yeah, I mean, none of could, them are. You could say endorsement deals and all that shit. No, Bro, what? do not tell me about how much money LeBron James made if we're talking about the NFL, because the NBA guys get way more merchandise money than what well, the NFL guys do. And, and also, you know, one one thing you you said about it too is that these NFL guys, you can't really see their faces. They got a helmet the on. They got helmets on. I mean, they're, they're the reason why your quarterbacks make more money because they are the face of the franchise. Yeah. They are your money makers. Yeah. I mean, yes, you got stars like Aaron Donald. Ezekiel, I mean, you got stars throughout the league at different positions, and they make bank too, but they are not the quarterback. The, the quarterback not, position is the most yeah. important position on the team. Most important. There's no argument about, no. about that. None. They should get paid. They are the, your, the face of your franchise. They are your money maker. They should get paid handsomely. Now, one thing I will say that these quarterbacks also have more opportunities. For endorsement deals, yeah, more opportunities to make about, more money because they're talked about. They 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 win with the team, they lose with the team. Their um, picture is the one that you see on Sports right. Center. Could 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 these quarterbacks give some of their money back to spread it out to these other players on the team? Sure, they could. But would you? I don't know if I was making if I was making fifty million a year in endorsement deals and fifty million a year on on uh, on the field as well. I can see throwing back some tor- for my player, taking a pay cut on the field like Brady did. But Brady didn't take that huge of a pay yeah, cut. It wasn't huge. Brady, no means. Brady's salary was always, if you go back and look it up, it was always in line with Peyton Manning. He yeah. refused to take less than Peyton Manning. Right. So, in my opinion, I mean, yes, he took some pay cuts, and yes, these quarterbacks can take some pay cuts, but why should they? I mean, they're the ones making the money. I would. I mean... I might if I was if if I was an Aaron Rodgers position, which know, it, which it sounds like Rodgers is going that route. It sounds like if I was in Brady's position where I've made money 
and I'm making money off endorsement deals too. I, I can see know. throwing back. Uh, no, uh, let's not get ridiculous. I literally, I, can, I go into every negotiation. I want as much as I can get. But if I knew that I could take a ten million dollar pay cut and 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 it bring me a suit. Uh, a better chance to bring a Super Bowl. I'm telling you, I'd play Maybe for the I Houston might. Texans my whole fucking career, and lose every fucking game if it meant I got paid fifteen million more a year. I now, would play for a loser every fucking year you, if you, it meant I got paid more. I am you, a whore. I would go that, to the highest. You bidder. say that now, but if you were actually in that position, you, I don't know. It, it's a lot easier for. I mean, I would too, but I mean, I. I don't know. If I played for the Cleveland Browns, I'd want to stay. I'd probably want to stay in Cleveland. I'd go to the highest bidder every year. I'd be a Dion. I'd how much money you want? How much money you want to throw out? How much money higher, you want to throw out? How higher much, mercenary. I'd have, I'd have a fucking auctioneer that just followed me around into these negotiations. <laughs> I wouldn't even have an agent. I'd just have an auctioneer. Fuck. <laughs> He got 50 here. What about 60 million? Do I hear 60 million here? 60 million, 70 million here. Now we got 70. Now we got 70. Now 80. Now 80. Now 90. That's it. That would be my agent right there. I'd go find an auctioneer. I'd pay him a hundred dollars to fucking go in there and auctioneer my price off. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, one, one thing that, you know, everybody and it, and it kills me, especially the fans. They're, they're, they're more into the owners you know, they're they side more with the owners when the owners are the ones that are the greedy bastards oh, in it all. I know. But the one one thing but I the think, owner's the one that's been there for thirty years. Yeah, like. but one one thing I think that people forget about the NFL, yeah, we're fans watching football, watching them play a game. But it's still a business. Yeah. It's a when, business. When you go into business that's all it is. I mean, I'm I'm for the owners on this. When you go into a business, you try to make as much, much money, money as you can as you make possibly can. Um, Put as little into it and get as much back as you could yeah. possibly get. That's the and, goal of every business. And the players should be the same way. That's why whenever a player holds out for more money, sometimes, sometimes there, there's times when players probably shouldn't. But 90% of the time when they're holding out, they deserve more money. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if they're underperforming on their contract, that, that owner, yeah. that team's going to cut your ass. So if yeah. you're overperforming, why not ask yeah. for more money? I mean, it's the same thing. I'm all for it. It's just a principle of business. Yeah. I they mean, want to give you as little as they can give you and get as much in return. You should be asking for as much as you could possibly get to put in the work that you're putting in. And then another thing that killed me about some fans, some fans, not all, but some fans will will uh, say, oh, they make too much money. But whose fault is that? It's the fans. Yeah. I mean, the fans are the ones. You're the one that buys the season the tickets, and buying the jerseys, and this and that. The hats, I mean, the shirts. The if you, if you don't want them to make that type of money, don't buy their merchandise. Don't watch their game. You're, you're the one that buys the NFL Sunday ticket. That's all distributed out amongst all yeah. the owners. With, like you know, with that, if you don't, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want them making that kind of money, stop watching the game. The stop, machine stop will keep on turning whether you're watching it or not. Yeah, because it's a you. business. I mean, without the fans, the business wouldn't exist. But there's just way too many fans that think. Yeah, that. and what are they? What are they going to do if everybody? If, uh, you'll hear this. Well, what if everybody stopped watching it? If everybody stopped watching it, those billionaires are going to say, "All right, well, well, we're still billionaires. Good run, like okay. shut it down. We're we're good. What do they do? What do they do with a business when it quits making money? 
Shut it down. What, what, what are these, you think what, that billionaires got to be billionaires by being stupid? Like, yeah, yeah. A lot a lot of these billionaires were billionaires before they ever owned the team. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's... Shad Khan, the Jaguars owner, you would, like, everybody's like, he's kind of viewed as, as one of the dumb owners yeah. with the Jaguars. Yeah. Like, he's got multi-million dollar... Fa- like, there's a reason he bought the Jags. Like... He, he, can't, he can't be that dumb if he's made that, that much money. But it's all Ford parts. He makes Ford parts in his factories. Yeah. That's it. And you know, and you know, another thing about that, you know, if he didn't own the uh, Jaguars, he'd be able to put a shitload more money into uh, AEW. He did. I don't know if he still does. He did. I I thought he owned one when he bought the Jags. He did. I don't know if he still does, but he did. Yeah. And then he's also owns AEW. Yeah, you can yeah. say what you want about his boy running it. Fucking Shock is still putting the Shock is the one that that's got got the money, putting the money into it. Or or I'm a Shock. Wouldn't that be fucking nice? Shock, 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 Shock Con. Yes, kept on saying Shock Con. I think I did too. Uh, I think I got you there. But uh, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Just have that much money that you your boy comes. To, I think I want to start a wrestling company. Yeah, here's a hundred million. What Go. would you, What would you do? <laughs> I mean, if if you became a million, like won the lottery and say you won a hundred million dollars, what? What would you do besides shit yourself and be picking <laughs> pink, you know? I mean... Jerk I mean, off on the top of my in-law's house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, so yeah, obviously I would take care of my, family. my bills and family. fucking my family's bills, and I would have all that paid off to where my mom wouldn't have to work anymore. Obviously, that'd be the first thing I'd do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, any smart person would try to take care of their family. Would you invest in it? Yeah, I'd probably invest a certain percentage of it, uh, and I would hire somebody that's way smarter than me to do that for me. A trustworthy um, person. Yeah. Um, we see a lot. I don't, I don't know if you've ever seen the 30 for 30 broke. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, a lot a lot of those athlete, athletes that went broke because yeah, they their, brought in untrustworthy yeah, people. Yeah, their money guy ended up in bad deals and yada, yada, yada. Uh... Well, we got a little bit more news to discuss. Let's let's get into. Uh, the, I got buy a golf course. The, that'd be cool. I think I'd like to do that. I'd like to. I think, do yeah, golf I think course. it'd be the first thing I'd do. I'd buy a golf course. Of course, I'd build me a you know I'd build me a man cave type cabin deal where I'd have all kinds of uh, uh, you know options. My cabin be be as big as my house. Oh yeah, I'd build a big man cave and shit like that too. But fucking yeah, I would buy a bar. Build a man cave, and I would buy a golf course after I got everything taken care of. All and right, I would invest. In All right, stuff. now the bar part, I think that would be a huge no. I'm gonna, for you. No, I'm gonna buy it on the other side of the country. That way, oh, I'm not that, that, to go with. Because I'm gonna say, man, <laughs> you buy a bar, you're, you're gonna lose money. Yeah, as much as you drink. Uh, so we're gonna talk about uh, Calvin Ridley for a minute. All right. Calvin Ridley was recently suspended for all of the 2022 season, possibly even longer. He can uh, reapply for entry. Yeah, he can apply for reinstation. Um, in 2020, February 2023. Um, but he's suspended because he gambled on games. Uh, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I think it's horseshit. Um, I'm kind. I see both sides. I feel like. I feel like the punishment was a bit harsh, but I also feel like, hey, the kid knew that it's against the rules, and if he didn't, he should have. There, there's no excuse for it. He knew that gambling is against the rules. You're making bank. You're making yeah. millions upon millions of dollars, and you go out for fifteen hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, I mean, I see your point. 
But then I also think, like, just as a reasonable person that fucking looks at situations, if you're not playing and you throw $1,500 on some big parlay or whatever, which is what I understand he does. Yeah, it was a parlay bet. Atlanta, uh, Atlanta was part of that, too. Right. But- but he you're did, not playing. You're not playing. You can't he, influence the outcome of the game. That's why gambling is a rule in, in professional sports right. is because as a player or as a coach or whatever, you can influence the outcome of the game. Right. Therefore, it is unfair for you to bet. Right. I get that part. But he's still a part of the NFL. Um, he knew the rules. He broke the rules. So he deserved to be punished. I'm not saying that he deserves a, a year suspension. I feel like more a half a year's max. I'd max. Say three to four years. Three to four I, years. Or three to four games. I, I think four games would be would be I think, good enough. I think but, New England fucking filming other teams' practices is worse than what he did. Well, they lost draft picks for that, but but right, I mean, because that was an organizational thing. Right, right. And they also got fine big, but I mean they didn't have to set out. For yeah. the whole year, not play it the whole season. Yeah. Um, which you know, if you do that, you're punishing players that wasn't a part of that. I'm trying to think of more NFL. I mean, obviously you can go into Deflate Gate, but really I don't know if that was as well, much you, you I can't think of his name, but you look at that kicker, it happened in two thousand nineteen, the kicker from Arizona, he was betting on games. Um, I don't know that he was betting on the Cardinals, but he got banned. I forget his name. I'd have to look it back up, but I just yeah. So that. if it wasn't Calvin Ridley and somebody that you think could be a uh, integral piece to making money for the NFL, what would he have done? If it'd been a kicker, if it'd been a long snapper, what would the punishment? I mean, have been? if they if they were to if they were still playing, I think they would have got banned. If they were playing yeah. the actual game, I think they would have got banned. For you life. think they would have banned Ridley for life if he was still playing? Yeah, yeah. and 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 I I think they rightfully should have. Should if he was playing, yeah, if he was playing in the game, he was playing. He, I mean, I should. think he should. I don't know if they would have done it though, because Ridley sales were going through the roof at the beginning yeah. of the year. I don't, I don't, I mean, look at Pete Rhodes. Pete Rhodes wasn't playing when he was betting, right? He was he a manager, he was managed, he was betting on his teams. He was, you know, he he was betting to win, but he was betting. I agree, but team. our debate for him going into the Hall of Fame has always been he should go in as a player, as a player not, a, not a manager, not anything else. And I, I agree with that, right. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. That that's one of my big uh, pet peeves right there. Right, but we both also kind of agree that gambling at a, as a manager is wrong. It is against the well, rule. Yeah, because you can and, affect the game. And fucking, he should not be allowed to be a manager in Major League Baseball anymore. No, but I don't think he should be fucking blackballed. I don't think he should be blackballed for for as a player being in the Hall of Fame as far as Pete Rhodes. Now, with with Ridley's situation, he was out. He didn't have no way affecting the game. Yeah, he, he did. Didn't that, have that's no my thing. He did not affect the outcome of the game. Period. I think the year. I think a year punishment is harsh. I do agree with you. I think the four game, four, no more than eight. Even yeah, even if you want to jump it up to six or eight, just to fucking prove a point. Yeah, like, whatever. I don't have a problem with that because, like I said, he knew it was wrong. He knew that gambling. On football in the NFL. Yeah, there's he no way you don't know that. If the he, Pete Rose, uh, the anybody that's ever been involved in sports knows who Pete Rose is. Right. Even if you're not a baseball guy. Like, you, neither one of, of us Rose, are, are, are baseball guys. We know about Pete Rose. Yeah. There's seminars every rookie class. Yeah. 
uh, that tell the story of Pete Rose and other gambling issues. I mean, they all every year the NFL has a rookie emporium. Well, I think that's what they call it. Um, yeah, they like have these guys come in and talk year. to them. Like they know the they like you said, he knew what the rules were. If he didn't, then that was his fault yeah. for not knowing. Yeah, that's um, your own damn fault. But I just I feel like he yes he was wrong, but I feel like the NFL came down a little harshly on him. Yeah, I just think it's a horseshit fucking. I just think it's a horseshit fucking punishment. But. And it and it and it does affect the integrity of the game. But he wasn't playing, so in my opinion, it doesn't. It wouldn't affect, affect the integrity. It. Um, he didn't have no inside. He wasn't even in the facility. He w- He hadn't even watched. He's he, no. This is nah, like, that's what he said. He said he said he hadn't even watched football. Uh, yeah, but that's what he said. That's that's. Just, but if you ain't even watching football, what the hell makes you put down a fifteen hundred dollar parlay bet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just think it's uh. Furthermore, how stupid are you to do it from your fucking phone? How stupid are you to do it? Period. You're already making millions. Why? Why bet? If you want to bet, get, gamble on basketball. Shit. Yeah. Like I just I, like the the Tim Donaghy situation. The yeah, NBA the, ref, the referee. Like, yeah. Like at least he was smart enough to fucking use somebody else to place the bets. Yeah. And they, like, they still got caught. Yeah. So I mean, well, he yeah. got caught because a mob member fucking likes to talk too much. Right, but. right. But I mean, he—it's just you don't gamble. There, there's been so much shit with gambling on sports, and you know, I mean, you look hell. Have look you at read the, that book, Tim Donaghy's? I haven't watched. I haven't read that one. I bet I'm waiting for the movie to come out. I, I guarantee you, there's a movie at some point. If, but, there, if there hasn't been yet, there will be. I mean, look at Goodfellas. I've got the book. I. You need to let me borrow. It and yeah, read if you sit, if you, I, that's that's what I was gonna ask. If you sit down and read it, I'll bring it to you. I I sit down and read it. I like reading books from time to time. Yeah, All it right. took me a long time to read it, just because I'm. It's so hard for me to fucking sit down and continuously read. But oh, real real quick in NFL news, uh, way too much ADHD in me. Mike Williams uh, signed a three year, sixty million dollar contract with back with the Chargers. Forty million uh, guaranteed. I think the Chargers are dumber nailed for this. I think I agree with you a little bit. Like if you're going to do it, you might as well do it I mean, with a they, guy that you know. They, but they know what they got in him. I mean, he he does have a lot of potential, but he hasn't. He showed you a fucking thing. He got a lot. Of he potential. showed you a couple weeks that he strung some touchdowns together. I mean, he had a good season the past year. Fucking fantasy owners won't touch him, and it don't cost us nothing. Yeah. I Just know. because he's so boomer bust, like so he's, he's touchdown dependent, he, like he's very touchdown dependent, very boomer bust. But he's but he's also you know he got that tantalizing athletic ability and size that just kind of you saw Josh Palmer sitting right behind him. It's got the same fucking build and just as fast, if not faster. Look at their forty times. I would I would almost I'd almost probably bet that Josh Palmer's is faster. It might be. It might be. I, I don't know. Maybe because he just had a, you know, and he did. It seemed like at, at times in games, he had a really good rapport with Herbert. So maybe that's why they kept him. But if I was the Chargers, I would have kept him too. Maybe not at, not that, at that price. Not at that price tag, I wouldn't. Not at that price. But, I mean, he was going to get it somewhere else. Oh, whatever. I'd let somebody else pay it to him. Would Would you rather have Would you rather have him or would you rather dra- draft a new wideout? I mean, since I've got Keenan Allen, like, I'm all right with drafting the yeah. number two guy. Like, I've already got a number one. True, but Keenan Allen's, you know, he's he's on the downside of his career. Yeah, but Keenan Allen's a rock. He is. Like, he is. When, when he's healthy and he... And, and he's proven that he's 
he can stay healthy. He, since he's, I mean, early on in his career, he was hurt a yeah. lot, a ton. And I, I loved him, but I, I never would draft him yeah, because that, of that. That fear is over. Um, but he's he's been solid, able to stay. You know, he's been able to stay healthy for the last three or four years. So I'm, I'd be comfortable drafting him as a maybe not my wide receiver one in fantasy, but my wide receiver two. Uh, all right. So next, we're gonna get into um a little bit of combine. Uh, we're gonna discuss the uh, winners and losers. I know you didn't do your part. After I gave you ample <laughs> amount of time to get your shit together, it's not like you had anything to do work-wise. You must have just stayed drunk the entire time. Or you might have been drunk when I told you. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, the way I'm going to do it, we're going to go day by day. There was four days of it. I'm going to give you one winner, that one one player that I thought won for that day. You know, had a, a great combine um, and one player for each day that I felt like could have done better and and maybe lost a little bit of ground in their uh, draft status. So we're going to start out with number one um, on the first day, which was wide receivers, quarterbacks, and tight ends. My number one winner to me was Chris Olave. He he showed that he got the speed, which he showed that all year, He and he's so smooth in his route running. Um, he ran a four three nine forty. He had thirty two inch vertical, which isn't great, but that's not his game. Jumping's not his game. He's not a big tall receiver, you know, red zone type. He's he's more of like a Terry McLaurin, you know, great root runner, great speed. Um, actually, you, you know, I compare him a lot to McLaurin. Um, so yeah, he was my uh, winner for that day. I mean, there was a lot of other guys, quarterbacks. I mean. Kyle Pickett looked really, really good in his workout. He ran fast in his 40. Well, let's but, talk about Kenny Pickett. But, but, yeah, I said Kyle Pickett. I meant Kenny Pickett. Let's he, talk about him. One, one of the things about him was his measurables. And, and and I'm not saying just in his, like, height and weight and all that. I'm talking nah, about No, we're cool size. with the height weight. <laughs> his hand side. Now, 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 given he looked really well, he looked superb in his combine workout and throwing the ball, but that was in perfect conditions and shorts. So I don't put a whole lot of stock into it. His hand size, eight and a half inch. Now, we sat here and talked about this pre-show. And we, we measured our own. We, we measured our hand. Now, I'm a pretty big guy. I'm six foot three, 230 pounds. And I'm only 5'11", about 185. I had a hand size of nine, a nine and a quarter inch. Um, which is and that's us stretching them as far as we get them straight. Yeah, that's that's us stretching them, and uh, which is I guarantee you what they do. You know, oh yeah, I, I know that's what they do. They, I mean, you always hear about them going through stretching exercises, but uh, Pickett's hand size was only eight and a half inches. Now, the only quarterback that I can think of right now in the NFL that has comparable hand size is Taysom Hill. Yep. Taysom Hill to me is not a quarterback. They're still bigger. And they're still bigger. They're eight and three quarters inch. There's not a starting quarterback in the NFL that has hands that are less than nine inches. Now Joe Burrow's the Joe Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Burrow, Ryan Hill, and Jared Goff have yeah. all nine inch hands. Patrick Mahomes has nine and a quarter. Now that that's three quarters of an inch bigger. I mean, if you give me three quarters of an inch bigger anywhere <laughs> i mean it's gonna make a difference i guarantee it it's gonna make a difference 
Um, okay, so mine was what? Eight and a quarter? Yours was eight and a quarter. And so his is eight and a half. Eight and a half. So that's okay. a quarter inch. So now, at a quarter inch, you're telling, I struggle to grip a full, a fully inflated NFL football. I can grip one, but it's still, it's yeah, still a struggle I, for I struggle me as well it. at nine and a quarter. Which that's the same same size as Patrick Mahomes. I mean, and I, I know I don't have Patrick Mahomes' um, arm or nothing, but... I mean, you you would think that he would have a a little bit of time, you know, a little bit of trouble gripping yeah, it. So, well, just sitting uh, there on the couch with a fully inflated NFL ball, I it, it's a stretch. Like I can I can feel it in my hands stretching to try to get a grip on it. Right. Yeah, I can too. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do when it's wet yeah. or cold and snowing too? Yeah. I mean, what's he gonna do? I mean, I, I, I don't know, know they dry the ball off, but that ball still gets wet. Yeah. Still get more. You it's got moisture to, in the air. Fucking, I, mean, I play. I played quarterback in high school. Yeah. Fucking it, rainy days. Fucking, it's harder to hold on to it. Yeah. And fucking, with the high school ball, I didn't have no problems gripping it. Right, right. I mean, even at a high school ball, with the, uh, you know, with it being wet, it's still. Yeah, it's harder to it's grip. Harder to grip. That's the point. Yeah, like, and that's a ball that I can grip sitting here. Even a college ball, I can grip very. Relatively easily, yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a big difference. There's a huge difference. I mean, there's a huge difference. Now, here, here's the question though. Like, if if you're a GM and you're and you need a quarterback, man, I'm I'm telling you, I'm worried about it. <laughs> I'm and, fucking worried about it. We've seen what turnovers can cause on NFL teams. Look at Daniel Jones and how much he turns over the ball. You know, the Giants are abysmal due to a lot of that being a big problem. Well, fuck. Look at fucking Baker Mayfield. He He's, he's led the NFL in interceptions since 2018. I love Baker. Get, I, I do. I really like Baker. But I don't think he's our franchise quarterback. Yeah, you but cannot he, be a franchise quarterback turning the ball over. He had bigger hands than that. Yeah. Every time you fucking, I mean, just when he gets hit, he's going to, if, if you need a quarterback right now, you're probably not a very good team. Yeah. Which means you're going to get hit as the quarterback. Yeah. How many times is he going to fumble that ball because he ain't got the solid grip on it? Well, well, not not just that. And even in perfect conditions. You know, I told I told you that I thought he looked good in, in his combine workout, which he did. He looked superb. Yeah. Throwing the ball, he, he, he led his receiver. He looked great. He had... Everything that looked great. You're not going to play in shorts. You're not going to play in shorts. You're not, not going to play in a dome every week. And and, and you damn sure ain't going to play play without other players coming at you. Mm-hmm. Play without a defense coming at you. Well, you got big 300-pound linemen. And, and if you're in the pocket, and you know as well as I do, because I've done it myself, you hit your hands on helmet. You you, you ding your hands up. Play or on shoulder shoulder pads. pads. I mean that shit hurts. When it's cold, it hurts. It it hurts even worse. And your hands gonna get tired when you're gripping that ball so much. When your you're having to stretch that hard to get a grip on a ball, especially you throw the ball 30, 35 times a game, fucking constantly. Just to, and you got to hold it regardless. Whether you throw whether you throw it or not, you still got to hold it. Yeah. Fucking. I'm not saying that I would not draft Pickett at all. I don't think I'd take him in the first round. I know I wouldn't take him in the first. If there's any quarterback that I would take in the first round, it would be Malik Willis, and, and that would only only be if I had a quarterback 
that, that could bridge it. That could bridge it to him. And that would be the only way I would do that. Maybe maybe somebody a team like uh Washington. I I'd give what's his name, Tyler Heineke, one more year at the bridge. Yeah. I, I mean, mean you'd almost have to with the guys that are in this class. Yeah. I mean, do I like Heineke better than any of these guys in the class? No, but do, is there any of them as that? As far like as they got to play tomorrow, yeah, yeah I like Heineke yeah. better than any yeah. of them. Yeah, if they're playing right now today, yeah, I do like Heineke better. But if if if, if Will has got the chance to set and learn, I like his potential. I think his ceiling is is, is sky high. Uh, he reminds me a lot of uh, Jalen Hurts, but uh, bigger and. What did he initially sign? Who Hurts? Willis. Willis. Yeah. In, in college, you mean? Yeah. He was with Auburn until he transferred. Yeah, and then he transferred. Yeah. Okay. I I couldn't so figure he, out where he initially. So, so he has to. a big. It's not like he doesn't have a big school Division One pedigree. So he did. Um. So I mean. I'd be willing to take a first round pick. I don't know how high of a pick, but I'd be if I was if I was the Steelers and Willis dropped to me, I'd draft him. Even having Mason Rudolph, I'd, I'd draft him. Um, I don't know that I'd, I'd want Mason Rudolph to be my, my bridge like, quarterback. I don't like but, Mason Rudolph at all. I don't even like him as a bridge. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Willis to me is the only. And the only quarterback that's viable that's worth a first round pick, in my opinion. I, I really I don't know what to tell you. At this and point. I don't even think I want him in a top ten. I don't like none of these guys. I, I just don't. All right, so we're gonna get into day two. Oh wait, wait. I gotta get to the loser of day one. Okay. My biggest loser was Traylon Burks. There was a lot of hype surrounding him coming in. Um, I've seen mock drafts where he he's been the the first receiver taken quite a bit actually. I, I know uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and uh, Drake London has been up there as well. So is a uh, uh, Jamison Williams, but Jamison Williams you don't know when he's going to play because he tore that ACL in the championship game. So he may not even play that first season. I don't and, mind. And I don't mind taking a shot on him though. No, but I don't, I don't. If I'm a team like, if I'm a team like, let's say Cleveland for instance, they need receivers. If I'm a team like them, you need more than receivers. We, yeah, we need more than receivers. But if I'm, but receiver is one of their biggest needs. Yeah, it is. If, if I take Jamison Williams, I'm Jamison Williams. Um, he's not going to play right away, and I, I think I'd rather have a receiver that's going to play because your window of opportunity in Cleveland. For them to be competitively going to the playoffs and push for a Super Bowl is is within the next few years. It's not there as long as Baker Mayfield is your quarterback. But okay. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter who our quarterback is if you don't have no receiver <laughs> catching for him, it, it ain't gonna matter. Um, all right, so let's go to day two. Day two was your offensive tackles. Um, yeah, your offensive line pretty much. Uh, and that was it. Your all of your offensive line, your center, guard, and tackles. The the big winner here was uh, Icky Equin Equin I think that's how you say offensive tackle from NC <laughs> He's had a a, a sub sub five oh forty. He did great in his bench press. He did great um, in his I believe his three cone drill. His his you know athletic workouts were really great. Um, 
I think Evan Neal has been the top tackle being taken. The Jaguars taking him at number one in most mock drafts. That's kid out of Alabama, right? Yeah, yeah, but I've been seeing a lot, and I've been seeing uh, Equinu be, being drafted number one or even in the top five. And I think with this workout, the combine workout, it just it just cemented himself as as one of the top tackles in the draft. Um, and the loser, oh yeah, running backs also was part of that that deal. The loser was Isaiah Spiller, uh, running back. I figured he would have had a, a a lot better numbers. He was a you know he relies on a speed. His forty, uh, he didn't even run the forty. His athleticism. Why would you not run the forty if you're a speed guy? Yeah, and I, he probably wait till his uh, his. Oh. Uh, that day. just tells me you ain't what you ain't ready to compete. Yeah, and if you ain't willing to compete, then I don't even want you in the NFL. Um, but Spiller, he was Texas A and M running back. He had a thirty-inch vertical, a, a nine-point-six broad jump, which is really pedestrian numbers, I think. Um, so I mean, it, it he was he was slotted as probably going to be the second or third running back taken behind uh, Brees Hall and. Uh, Ken Walker the third out of Michigan State. Uh, but Spiller Spiller just didn't put up the numbers. So unless he has a fantastic uh day you know, for his pro days or, you know, fantastic interviews at teams, you know, team visits, I don't see him being the, the second or third running back taken. I see him falling. Um number three the winner for the third day, this was your defensive linemen, your defensive tackles, your uh, linebackers. They all they all worked out on, on a Saturday. And my big winner, um, Jordan Davis. I mean, Jordan Davis, 341 pounds. He, ra- <laughs> he ran a 4.7840. Yeah, he shot up. He, he had a 32-inch vertical, a 10.3 broad jump, 340. Uh, and, and, you know, it, it was actually hard for me to pick a winner for these days because this whole freaking linebackers and defensive line for Georgia has superb combine workouts. I mean, Nicobe Dean had a great, great workout. Uh, Devontae Wyatt had a great workout. I think he had a, a four, seven, seven forty. He's a little smaller. Um, he's a little bit more of a pass rusher than, uh, what Davis is. I think Davis has a lot more potential though. Um, and, and Trayvon Walker, he was another huge pick. Uh, he ran a four five forty, two hundred seventy five pound, you know, defensive end. I think he's he could possibly shoot up there and be the the first pass rusher taken, possibly. And then the loser was uh, Devin Lloyd, linebacker from Utah, who a lot of people think he's going to be the first linebacker taken. He's off ball linebacker. He ran a four six six forty, which which is good. It's not great. And his his number, his vert numbers was thirty five inch vertical. He, he had a ten point six uh, broad jump. But uh, I think Nicobe Dean uh, aged him out a little bit. So I think I think Dean could possibly be the first linebacker taken. I think this was a chance for Lloyd to cement himself as the first linebacker taken. Yeah. But I think he didn't Dean. Do that. I I don't think I don't feel like he did that. And then finally, on the fourth day, you had your 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 safeties, cornerbacks, um, working out. And my winner uh, is 
Nick Cross, safety from Maryland. Uh, gosh, his number, I mean, he could be a workout warrior. We've seen guys who just blew up the combine and not do shit in the NFL. Nick Cross had a, a 4-3-4-40, a 37-inch vertical, and a 10.10 broad jump, which is phenomenal. Um, he's six foot, 215 pounds, so he's good and thick. He's able to, you know, he's able to, his W drill, he looked fluid, he looked fantastic. I mean, he just had a really, really supreme workout. Um, and then the one loser I got, which I was really surprised by him, uh, Kobe Bryant. And not that Kobe Bryant. <laughs> the cornerback from Cincinnati, spelled with a C. Um, he is he, named after that Kobe Bryant. He, he is. He is named after Kobe Bryant, just spelled differently. He he ran a four five forty, which I was really surprised by his speed. I didn't think he, I didn't think he would run that slow. I figured it'd be, which four five forty is fast, but w- when you're getting a two hundred seventy five pound defensive lineman running a four five four, it ain't NFL ideal. Whenever you have all these other cornerbacks that are just blowing you away in speed yeah. it looks bad um his other combine numbers I, I didn't even look i just looked at his 40 i looked at his i watched his workout his w drill he didn't look fluid he got uh stiff hips which is really bad that for for a cornerback um so he he's got some work to do he's got some work to do you got anything nope you sure yep you don't want to talk anymore, Combine? No, I, the Kenny Pickett thing is really the only thing I wanted to talk about. That really bothers you, it, didn't it? Did. It, it did. That bothers me. To know that his hands are as close to mine. And I refer, when I talk to everybody, like I'm the guy, like in the factory when when bolts and shit get dropped in tight uh-huh. places, I'm the guy they call because I have such small Smaller hands. Smaller hands. And I can get my hands into tight places. Like, that's the only thing they're good for. I tell everybody, I got little bitch hands. Like. I, I think I do. I, I mean, I know you really do, but yeah, I think I do. Tiny fucking hands. I mean, for my size, I feel like I'd have ten inch hands. Like, but... stick your left hand up there. I got really long fingers. Like you too. could, you could fucking swallow my hand. Oh like... yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I don't think I got big hands for my size. All right, uh, let's get into. Oh, but you got bigger hands than he does. Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean. I mean... If anybody needs a quarterback, I'd, I'd be willing to come work out anyways. I mean, I got the hand size. That's right. That's right. I'm, I got the height. I'm six foot. I'm prototypical, 6'3", hey. 230. Hey, that's prototype. Yeah. That's the type we're it looking is. for. That, that's what they're looking for. Let, let's do our two for the show so we can. Uh, yeah, yeah, you better hurry up. The second half of the show is as long <laughs> as a fucking normal much. show. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, it is. Uh, do our two for the show real quick. Uh, this Friday, I got the Cavs versus the Heat, 8 p.m. on TNT. The Cavs and Heat are two of the top teams in the East. Uh, really, there there wasn't a whole lot of uh, showing for me. I mean, watch your conference tournament games. That's gonna be my second one. The other the other show, uh, second one is the SEC tournament. Watch the SEC finals tournament That's... on Sunday at 1 p.m. You watch the whole tournament, like just it's you watch. Any college basketball game is going to be more entertaining than the NBA right now. Like, I mean, I, just, I think the Cavs and Heat game would be entertaining. I just think, I mean, God, that's a big ass dog. Jesus. Oh shit. That motherfucker. I about fell. I'm telling you. All Lord right. and mercy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Squirrel let's, moment. Let's get into uh, drinks with Jude. You got something uh, really fantastic to 
bring up. Well, uh, I tell you, I, t- I told you two different ones, one for this week, one for next week. But uh, what was this week? Because I don't even remember which one I put. I don't want to ruin my record well, here. Well, for this week, you had the crown maple plus apple. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what, what I did was shot a crown maple and then chase it with apple juice. apple juice. Was that good? Dude, it's phenomenal. What about doing like a sink and drink like that? You think it'd be good like that? It might be. I don't know. Comment it. I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, I got one. I got another one for you. Triple sec. The real, the alcoholic triple sec. Yeah. And this is a shot form. Yeah. Do a, do like a half a shot of triple sec. Add in a half a shot of Pinnacle Whip Vodka. Okay. I mean, your triple sec has that orange flavor yeah. to it. So yeah, you got some give you that orange. A stronger orange dream sickle and a shot. Yeah, um, I can see where that'd be all right. All right, so uh, we're at the end of our show. Let's. Uh, I don't want to know that. I think I might have to travel for stop a little a while. Bus. No, I might have to make a, a decent drive. All right, I'll just do one. Sh- I ain't doing a double because it's too damn strong for this. Don't uh, drink and drive. I ain't driving. That's what they I say. I definitely ain't driving. That's what definitely they say. don't drink and drive, people. That's what they say. But uh, I want to wanna... say friends don't let friends drive drunk. Well, who the fuck's supposed to drive? Well, well, which one is it? Somebody's got to drive. Uh, That's a little Ron White shout out. Yeah. That is not my personal opinion on the matter. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is just a stand-up commitment. No, don't, don't. Don't drink and drive, people. Do not. Don't be stupid. If you're drunk, call somebody, call Uber, whatever you got to yeah, do. Yeah, there's too many Sleep options to where anybody should be drinking and driving anymore. There is too many options. Well, let's say happy trails to Jack Doyle. After nine seasons, he's hanging it up and retiring. He gone. The Indianapolis Colts. He gone. Um, let's get our glasses up again for all our uh, military personnel. I know... I know you. A lot of you military personnel are probably uh, wondering if you're going right to Ukraine yeah. and all that stuff. But we want to thank you guys for protecting us, um, making us able to be able to do this show. Former and current. Former and current. That's correct. Uh, we also want to thank our medical personnel, our uh, our our boys in blue, our uh, emergency first responders. We want to thank you guys for being out there, you know, doing what you got to do to help us uh, live a uh, normal, happy life. So uh, uh, let's get them up and have that shot. Cheers, fuckers. Oh, that's strong. Was it stout? A little bit. (laughs) Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. Oh, and we are out. (laughs) 